Well, hello, marketers, and welcome back to the Purposeful Marketing Podcast. Aaron Mary James here, back again with a very um, salient topic that people just can't stop talking about, and that is Chat GPT three. So, if you haven't heard about it, and I'm so surprised if you haven't. <laughs> Um, let me kind of lay down the line for you about what we're about to discuss here is can chat GPT-3, um, a product by OpenAI, is essentially, again, a AI interface to do many different things for marketing. I think how we're going to talk about it is using chat GPT-3 for content. And what are the implications of using AI to create content in a marketing program? And really, I think the crux of this episode is, should we care? And we have not talked about how we've all thought about this. So this is going to happen live. So I'm excited. So first, the question to James, should we care? Chat GPT-3, what do you think? I think we should definitely care that it exists. Um, I think different people care at very different levels. I think that there are... You know, I don't pay a ton of attention to like software developments and, you know, I don't use a lot of software to do my job. I don't also pay attention too much to like the current of conversation um, on social media about marketing. Um, but I do remember getting on LinkedIn to post for a client and just seeing a bunch of people like everyone had to defend like their job. It, it was like everyone had to get on and defend why like they were still necessary, even with chat GPT. And obviously that was super overwrought, like no one's losing their jobs. Um, so like in that sense, should you care, like, should you fear, you know, should you fear your job because of our AI overlords? I don't think so. No. Um, but I think you should care because I think, you know, how you respond to the access of a tool like this um, is one indicative of how you feel about the job that you actually do and what your role actually is. Um, and two, because we're talking about a tool that's the exact same for everyone. You know, if you use a tool the same way as everyone else and it's the same tool as everyone else, you know, there's, I just don't see like, you, you need to understand that what you're participating in and what work you're doing. Um, it's fine to do that. Um, you just need to know that you're doing the same work as a million other people who are probably being paid less than you. So um, it's worth knowing that when you perform work at that level. Yeah, I think that's well said. And I'll pass it to you, Mary, and then I'll kind of sum up the two and give my thoughts. Yeah, so I was like super interested to hear James because I've been talking to some other writers at Gorilla um, and they love it, love ChatGPT, not because, you know, it's going to steal their job or whatever, but they've been saying it's been really good way to get out of writer's block. So if they're just like, hey, tell me a little bit about something, it's a way for them to like generate ideas. That's just kind of like, my two cents in there because I have not played around with chat GPT yet. Um, I agree with James's perspective um, and just like coloring it from 
Another perspective is we're starting to work with a lot more like industry 4.0 clients. And one client I have is in the AI space and it's the same in production lines. Like people are really worried that their jobs are going to get taken away in that respect too. And part of our job is very funny. It's just like very meta right now is like part of our job as the marketing team is to calm down these operators. Like AI is not taking your job. So like from a meta perspective, it's very funny to be talking about chat GPT from a marketing perspective. Like, cause I believe that the same thing James says, like, it's not there to take your job. It's probably there to like replace like, you know, the, the cert page on Google, but that's about it. Or like Google's ask me anything, but um, for now it just seems to be like very repetitive information that you would go to Google for. This is great. Okay. So it so seems like we had two answer. ways to think about it is, um, one, I, I want to tackle the outrage, um, which James is kind of discussing about, will this impact me in my day-to-day -day job? And I think the second way to, to tackle it is like, again, how does this impact the marketing strategy? So the first one I will say, um, should you care? No. I think if you care about if this AI is going to replace your job right now, I think you're spending time and energy and effort on things where you could spend it elsewhere. I do want to carry this a little more and then we'll talk about this one is generally as a copywriter um, in the past and seeing how the general public was using chat GBT to write copy. To me, that was not impressive. If you know any good creative writers, they can do that same thing and they can do it better. Um, now, I think what people were realizing is the speed and scale of it. If I can, again, um, Mary use the Google SERP, if I can help write those quicker. That could be a benefit to my business, my team, my strategy. Now, I don't see people using it that way. <laughs> I think I saw people using it in the way of um, we have to create content for a program. We have to distribute. We have to get it out there. Um, this is going to write content for us. So I'm going to let everyone kind of, again, tackle. I'll throw it to you, Mary. Like, should you fear for this job? How does it impact your job day to day? Um, yeah, that's a really good question. I like the, um, that you put out the prompt, like it's going to focus, focus people on creating a lot of content, right? So chat GPT is a way for me to become like a content engine, right? And I think that is freaking awesome for people who are not going to be using chat GPT that way, because what now I can do as a marketing strategist is look at all the really basic, what we would call like fluffy content that doesn't have unique insights and that's all now garbage and fluffy and people are ignoring it and i can go four steps beyond that from a marketing strategy perspective so i'll use like um precision machine shops as an example it would be really easy to write a bunch of articles about how those machines operate what types of products they spit out because those are just like really easy things that ChatGPT can collect from like a million other sources on the internet. But what they can't say is why um, a the ability for a precision machine shop to do value engineering for manufacturability is unique to the aerospace industry. So those are like just a really specific example on how you can kind of carve yourself out of the ChatGPT um, bubble is this is a chance for you to create really amazing content. Okay. So speaking of content, um, James, you've already kind of answered the, should you fear for your job? But again, as a content director, do you see any appeal of this, your team using it or yourself using it? 
Does it make your job better? Does it make it worse? Does it do anything? I, I don't see a lot of appeal really at all. Like I, I see, actually, I see a ton of appeal. I see a ton of appeal in playing around in the software because it's cool to see what AI is capable and it's cool to figure out what the limitations of AI are, you know, get on chat GPT and try and try and get it to write your novel and figure out what it can't do, like figure out what it can and can't accomplish for you. Um, like learn about its limitations because its skills are just everyone's skills. Talking, talking to chat GPT because it's not a content builder. It is a language model. Like this thing was not made to generate content. You know, it's marketing people that are so obsessed with marketing that want to turn it into a content generator. The point of chat GPT is not to eventually be sold to marketing companies to make content. It's, it's way bigger than that. So, um, but I think it is really interesting to figure out what are the limitations of the software and knowing what I know about how it works, you know, it combs the internet for uh, data. It produces basically general consensus stuff. Like it's going to tell you what it has the most feedback about, um, to answer your question. You know, what do I learn from its limitations? If that's the way that it works, you know, what do I learn from what it's bad at compared to me? Um, based on how I know it works. Um, like it's totally worth doing that. Um, but like, I see a ton of people saying like, oh, but like it gets me off of a blank page. You know what gets you off of a blank page? A transcript of a conversation you had with a person. I mean, can we, we can't even start with humanity anymore. Like I seriously, like, I think that there's an amount that like we, the whole point of marketing is to help your company communicate in a human way to human people. If, if you can't do that, you're just like, you're just spam. If you're just spamming like ad platforms, if that's all, if that's the whole point of what you're doing, um, like, I don't know. I feel like that probably feels like you're working for an insurance company. I mean, what, like, what is the point? Um, so I think, if you're struggling to get off a blank page, ChatGPT is going to give you like the lowest common denominator, like general consensus, like safest, like it's a hedge. Like the hedge is bigger than the yard with ChatGPT. And you need to be really, really careful that you know that that's what's happening. What I've the only thing that I found super useful about it and not even super useful, but useful one time in one particular way was to see basically what I just used it to see what was already out there after I had written something like I need to gut check this against general consensus because I've taken a tone in this article. And that tone will make no sense if general consensus leans the exact same way as I do to answer this question and answers it in the same way. There's a little bit of defiance here and I just need to make sure that general consensus 
says X if I'm going to say Y in the way that I'm saying. So like that's a great way to get started on confirming that. Like it gives you all of the general consensus language. It gives you all the, you know, perfectly acceptable. Um, everybody knows this stuff like th that you can then kind of use to check against your own content. Um, if you write an article and then plug the same question you were answering into chat GPT, and it gives you basically a version of your article, um, like you should probably either start over or start now because you didn't do anything yet. Like if chat GPT can produce what you produced, you didn't do anything. <laughs> you just have it. Um, and it's worth mentioning while I'm ranting, the reason that chat GPT is communicating at this level, especially about B2B subjects is not because chat GPT is bad. It's because everyone who's already communicating about these subjects is bad. It's combing the content that already exists. You know, chat GPT would be taking our, it like, it like would be awesome if B2B content was any good, but B2B content is predominantly not good. And that's why ChatGPT is predominantly not good at writing B2B content because it's writing what everyone's already written and what everyone's already written is predominantly not good. It's predominantly uninteresting. Hedge is bigger than the yard. Um, you know, you could go on and on about how soft this stuff is. Um, so that's why I don't find it useful. Um, and I've seen plenty of people who are on LinkedIn. Here are the prompts that actually make it useful. And it's like, I, I'm surprised that people aren't seeing ChatGPT and thinking, oh my gosh, it's really time to stop only doing formulaic content. I'm really surprised that that isn't everyone's response. I'm, I should, I, apparently I shouldn't be surprised, but it's surprising to me that people weren't like, oh my God, ChatGPT, time to start making real human content. But that's not everyone's response. Everyone's response is, cool, now I can do formulaic content without trying. It's like kind of sad. Love it. And James, I'm, I'm glad that you broke that all down and <laughs> I wanted you to have this space, let it out. Mary, you look like you had a response. So I'm gonna let you respond real quick. And then okay, I want to kind of wrap some things up. I had so many responses. I just loved that rant, James. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, the best part was your point about tone point and point of view. So chat GPT is like one of the best ways that you can expose whether or not your content is taking on a unique tone or a unique point of view. That is so cool. Um, and I totally agree. It's just like, it will expose you if you are writing formulaic content that is not meant to engage a human being. I loved it. I'm going to go back and re-listen to it after you guys post this. <laughs> Heck yeah. Okay. So. I think within James' discussion, like there's a why there, and that's the point of the show is why should we do marketing? It's to help humans. You know, it's to help make their days and jobs and lives easier. And again, how I view Chat GPT is this is just another tool in the tool belt. I do think there's plenty of scenarios that you can utilize it to help your execution and make it better. Um, I do personally have a scenario where um, again, using a different analogy with I'm a chess player and I'm constantly playing against chess engines, AI chess engines all the time. It's made me a better chess player. 
um, there's certainly going to be scenarios where you use chat GBT and it's going to make you a little bit better. But what it's not going to do is talk to your customers for you. And that's a, a theme we've talked about here with um, doing purposeful marketing, purposeful tactics is if you're not talking to people, then you don't have the strategy there. You can't write human to human content. Um, you can't write a unique point of view and distribute it and push it to the people that matter most. If you're just using ChatGPT to become your content marketer, which is that's to the original point of the outrage of fear of, are we going to lose our jobs? I think that's the most gigantic miss you can have, right? Is again, Mary and James are saying is what this should have showed you is follow the path of your customers, right? Talk to them, help them, write for them, market for them. That's a better path. That's a more purposeful path. And I'm excited that we're all going to continue to talk about it and get there. One other topic I want to bring up before we get there is um, the best explanation I've heard of ChatGBT is just it's a content calculator. <laughs> and I just thought that was really interesting because, again, if, if that's the um, framing of it, then, yeah, calculators are useful sometimes. But what if I don't want to do math? I want to do art. I want to do science. Science, I guess you can use calculators. So that was just one thing I, I thought about as I was talking to. Okay, just to kind of get us to the next point. So again, you're, you have a marketing strategy. I really want us to think about how can chat GPT help us? Um, I think it's too easy to talk about, again, that it doesn't work. If we can utilize it as a tool in our tool belt, how can it actually help our marketing strategy? I'm gonna throw that to you first, Mary. Yeah, can you repeat it really quick? Definitely. Definitely. So, so, a marketing, marketing strategy, strategy, how can we use chat GPT in our strategy? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think that you can do it um, like what James just said, that you can check it for whether or not your strategy is in any way powerful or unique or going to do something impactful for your customer. Like I just plugged in, this is just funny. I plugged in to chat GPT while we were talking. How should I do B2B marketing? And it says that you should target specific industries or segments, build relationships with multiple decision makers, create valuable content, including white papers, case studies, and webinars, use digital marketing channels, participate in trade shows and industry events, leverage referral and word of mouth marketing, and measure and analyze your results. This is all stuff we've said, of course, but no, I don't know any B2B company alive who is doing all of this and doing it all well. So there's your strategy right there. ChatGPT is telling me I need to do all of this stuff, but only me, a marketing strategist, along with your executive leadership team and input from other leaders at your organization can say, this is where we actually need to focus our strategy because this is where our customers spend time or where they're going to see the most value. Yeah, that makes me think like... <clears throat> I can see people asking ChatGPT questions like that. Like maybe not such big, like that's that's the kind of question that's like, there's a lot of money behind that question. I can't see someone like <laughs> trusting ChatGPT to answer a question that's that valuable. Um, but I can see people asking ChatGPT questions like that. And I, I think that the key is like, figuring out at some point, is ChatGPT helping me with like discernment? Like, is it helping me make like decisions that I believe in and trust? 
And maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Making maybe it's just taking the burden off of you. Um and I think that there's an amount that like it's it can it could potentially be useful for research. I don't really know if it's a hundred percent there yet. Um, but this is again, like this is a growing thing. You know, chat GPT is not the end all be all language model. It's like, it's like version five of a hundred. I mean, there's, there is going to be a lot of growth. Um, and I think AI tools that replicate really search engines are fascinating for me because I'm thinking how, how could it be useful for a marketing strategy? I need to figure out how to advertise on it. Like what, like that's the question. It's, it should replace Google. Google sucks now. <laughs> nobody, you, nobody really likes using Google anymore because it sucks. It doesn't answer any questions. Um, it doesn't get me anywhere I need to go. The only place Google will take me is to a brand that I've searched directly. And it won't even do that because every other brand in the space has an ad up above it. So I think ChatGPT, that is like, that's who should be worried. Like search engines are probably worried because um, search engines are just bad language models. You know, like search engines don't mimic the way that you learn in conversation and the way that ChatGPT attempts to and kind of achieves depending on what you're asking for. So I think that, I think that maybe it, how it changes strategy is it's important to think about how it changes the, how it could change the way your market uses the internet. Um, Gorilla 76 sells in B2B industrial. Some of our clients have target customers who certainly are not trying to figure out how to use GPT or chat GPT at this point in their lives. Um, like some of our clients have target customers who wouldn't even have a LinkedIn because they would have been almost retiring by the time, you know, LinkedIn became a thing. Um, so there's an amount that like, depending on who your audience is, you probably don't have to worry about this, but AI is going to change the way people interact with the internet and interact with content in general. Um, how you should think about it for your strategy is probably bearing in mind that the way people interact with content is going to probably change. Um, and it's worth understanding that shift before and when it happens. Okay. So in that you, you definitely have my last point I want to talk about, but before I get there, I wanted to answer the marketing strategy question. So I think something for me in my role, um, speed and scale is very important. Um, I do not have a dedicated content person on my team. I can see many scenarios where chat GPT can fill that void and help my marketing strategy where I really need to focus on speed and scale. Um, ways I've tested it out is putting ad copy in there and asking it to um, reduce it to the number of words needed um, for instance, like LinkedIn ads needs like 600 characters, right? Um, I can see that working. Like <laughs> that could definitely help me out again. Um, would I love to have a human body to um, work with and, and teach and grow together to do this? Yes. I think again, if speed and scale is part of the game, ChatGPT can probably help you get there. So I want to kind of end the show with something that James Rob is just very, very important, which is 
um, the problem at hand as to why this is even relevant, which again, I think viewing it as search engines is a great way to view it. I also think in general content is just saturated across the board. So that's why these topics and these products are so exciting, right? Is because if you search for something, you're not finding what you need. And then once you get there and try to read it, it doesn't fulfill you either. So there just needs to be other options. Again, we've done an episode on TikTok. Most people in my peer group I know, when they search for something new, it's on TikTok. They need a restaurant um, recommendation. They're going to go on TikTok to do it. There's going to be more platforms like this. There's going to be more solutions. I think for marketers like us, we have to take that opportunity to learn, to grow, and to apply it. Um, I don't think we need to... <laughs> Um, go over the fence, go over the moon with some of the comments I've seen as like, this is going to replace content marketers. This is going to be the content engine. But I do think like it's it's a lovely challenge, right? Now we have this new tool to talk about. We can test it. We can improve our marketing. I just think there's something really interesting in that. So Mary and James, I'll let you, you comment both. Mary, you can start and then James, you can wrap us up. No, I think you summarized it perfectly. That was amazing. Um, yeah, I think this was a great conversation. And I was especially impressed with James's commentary on this episode. I mean, I, I had to take it upon myself when, <laughs> when if there's only so many, so much bad LinkedIn posts I can see about something before I actually take action. Sadly enough, I wish that that wasn't a motivator for me, but, um, that was why I, a couple weeks ago, I said, we need to talk about AI content. Um, grumble, grumble. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I don't know if I necessarily have closing thoughts. I agree with you, Aaron, that this is like, if you're, if you're worried about something replacing Google and it changing the way you need to think about your marketing strategy, get used to it because nobody that's using Google is happy with it. Um, so this will continue to happen. Um, and if TikTok's not the right thing for your audience and they're not on TikTok, maybe the next thing that happens will be the right thing for your audience. Um, you know, so I, I totally agree with you there. My only note is really, I hope that anyone that's using ChatGPT is understanding its limitations because if ChatGPT does take anyone's job, it's because they weren't doing their job very well in the first place. Um, and I know that that exists. I know that really weak content exists. I, I know it because I see it all the time. I compete against it. Um, so I just, I would caution anyone from believing in the formulas because, um, there's just no weight in it. Totally, totally. So Form your own opinions on ChatGPT. Try it out. Uh, report back to us. I would love that too. If you enjoyed today's conversation, one thing I want to throw out here is um, we are taking guests. I would love to talk to more marketers who are not even in a senior role. And again, if you are the um, everyday practitioners who are doing these tactics, we would love to talk to you on here. Um, jump in these conversations. We'd really enjoy that. Um, we are so taking senior guests. We're taking CMOs. Anyone who wants to join on here, we got some bites. So. I'm happy to have these conversations. Um, look out for this episode on Spotify, Apple. Um, I have them on YouTube now. We're, we're getting there as well. And most importantly, enjoy yourself. Talk to some humans. Um, 
and stay good. See everyone. Peace.